watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. So give me some fin. Noggin. Dude. Just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. Now hug me, brother! Welcome back to Just Being Real. If you just finished up on our last podcast we posted, welcome back. If you haven't checked out our old podcasts, check them out too. They're pretty cool. But for now, just sit back and join us for this week's topic. Well, we want to welcome you back to Just Being Real. Um, we, we're, I'm pretty excited. I'm like a kid in a candy store uh, <laughs> this today. Um, I've uh, got a good friend of mine that uh, we're going to introduce here in a few minutes, and uh, but um, and he's going to share with us. But it's it's good to be back with everybody, right, Shelly? Yeah, it is. You're you're usually sitting over there, and I, I usually see you facing you, so I'm gonna have to turn like this to That's see okay. you and talk with you. <laughs> But it's good to be back with you. Uh, Just Being Real is our podcast. And uh, for those who have been listening uh, and, and following us, we really appreciate that. Uh, continue to, to uh, we'd love for you to leave some reviews on iTunes, especially give us a five, kind of jumps us up in that algorithm and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, Facebook message us um, at our Just Being Real podcast uh, Facebook page. And we've got a lot of other ways of communicating, email. Uh, we've got an Instagram account. Um, all that good stuff, and you're more than welcome to uh, communicate with you. Uh, we've had some pretty good responses over the last couple of weeks. We, especially the the podcast we did on the uh, the titled "Warning, Warning, Warning." Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, this is what episode 39? 38. 38? 38. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 38. coming up. For, so we've been at this for uh, about a year or two, and uh, it's been uh, it's been good. Like we say, it's kind of been therapeutic. It, yeah, it has been for us. We just get sure. to sit on here and talk. So anyway, well, listen, I'm not going to waste any more time because I really am excited uh, about our guest uh, speaker today. He has been in uh, our lives ever since we got into ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at that time he was a general superintendent of the Church of Nazarene. And so, uh, but uh, now he's, he's retired and uh, I guess he just changed jobs is all he did. He didn't retire. He's still <laughs> going at it, still preaching. And uh, matter of fact, he'll be down in Alabama here in a couple days and we're going to be getting to see him face to face. But today we've got him on Zoom. And uh, so we're honored. Uh, Shelly, you want to go ahead and introduce sure. our speaker? This is Dr. Deal. Um, I'm just going to let him go ahead and Take it away, Dr. Deal, and just let us know who you are and where you're from and all that. Well, okay. Thank you, Shelley and uh, Rodney. Uh, good to see you here as we're set up on this Zoom arrangement. Um, hey, I live in Lakewood, Colorado. Uh, that does not mean that I was born and raised here. Uh, however, uh, I've lived here about 30 years or maybe a little bit more. Uh, I'm uh, an Iowa boy. I was born and raised in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, and uh, then after my schooling days, came back to Iowa, and uh, first church I pastored was three years, then five years to the second church, third church was seven years, I think that totals up about 15, and then the Lord said, okay, you've uh, been with all the people you know, and and uh, all the rest, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick you out of the nest and uh, send you somewhere else. <laughs> so for one chapter of my life, I was the uh, vice president at Mid America Nazarene University, 
and uh, it was a very, very good experience, which certainly broadened my mind and heart and understanding about a whole lot of things. <laughs> then back to the pastor again, because that's my first love, and that was Atlanta, Georgia, first, first Nazarene. Then I was elected a district superintendent in Nebraska, six years, four years in Colorado as district superintendent. Then I went back to the pastorate again, which, as I said, is my first love here at Denver First Church. And then in four years, I went to a general assembly and they elected me to uh, run around the world, <laughs> do what we call being a general superintendent. And that was for 16 years, wow. uh, all over, everywhere. And so, as Rodney said, I, uh, I have retired from that uh, because of age. I hit a certain age, and, <laughs> which we don't talk about. And now I'm just out preaching as invited and, and love to preach the word to the people. So uh, that's kind of who I am. Amen. Well, Doc, listen, I, I think a lot of folks that are uh, probably chiming in um, and listening to this podcast uh, know you or have heard about you. Uh, we do have a lot of Nazarenes that kind of follow us and such, but there are other people that um, that, that are not Nazarenes uh, that follow us. Uh, so um, you know, to help them understand when they hear you say uh, district superintendent and then general superintendent, uh, can you give them a little better understanding of what that might mean? Sure. Like uh, right here in Colorado, all of the Nazarene churches in Colorado, uh, we call that a district. And so we have <clears throat> a district superintendent uh, over all of those. Like, um, oh, another church might call them a, a bishop. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, I've got a foggy throat here. No, morning, that's all right, sir. Yes. On we go. And then we have six general superintendents uh, that oversee the work around the world. And uh, we divide the world into six regions. And each general superintendent is assigned a region for two years. Not that they live there, but they go back and forth to help um, you know, all of the things that, uh, that a general overseer or bishop would do and then every two years if they are still a general superintendent then they change to another region and uh, on and on so i was there 16 years at uh, six regions so two years each that's 12 and the last four years i was able to choose which regions i wanted to go back to and to give you an idea a region like would be all of africa or another one would be what we call Asia Pacific. Right. And that's everything from China all the way down to Australia. Uh, another region would be um, uh, South America uh, and everything, you know, South. Well, we also have another uh, region in the middle there, all the islands of the Caribbean and so on. Right. So uh, that, that uh, pretty well, uh, when you're a general superintendent, you travel a lot, yes. but you get to see the church around the world, Wow! and it is lively. I mean, in so many places, our churches are growing uh, mm. rapidly and with great uh, enthusiasm, 
and uh, it, it really was a uh, uh, energizing thing for me. Amen. Amen. And you were at that for 16 years then, right? Uh, hey, that's right. 16. Yeah, man, 16 years of traveling and seeing the church around the world. And I'm sure that with that, you uh, you do have a lot of experiences, but uh, and we'd love to hear some of those stories, but I think one of the things we want to do, and I'll, I'll, I'll turn this over to Shelly, and uh, we want to hear just a little bit, uh, a little bit more personable about you. Yeah, if you could just give us some information on your upbringing, you know, what your family life was like up until you got married, and then your kids and your family there, just give us a little bit of input on that. Well, sure, be glad to do that. And it, and I, as I was running through my uh, uh, my life <laughs> a minute ago, I should have mentioned that one year ago, um, last month, my wife of a lifetime uh, left and went on home to heaven. So uh, she, we got married while we were in college at uh, Olivet Nazarene University, and so we. <laughs> We pretty well lived together for a lifetime. And uh, so I, and and she also went with me in many, many, many of these uh, international trips and so on. But back to my upbringing in in Des Moines, my dad was not a pastor, but he was a solid rock Christian layman. Mm -hmm. I even called a churchman. Uh, taught adult Sunday school class forever, was the district, I mean, was the treasurer of any church we were ever in. He was the district treasurer for the Iowa district. Now, that would be all of the Nazarene churches in Iowa that formed that district. Oh, by the way, in Alabama, we have two districts. Yes. North Alabama and South Alabama. So Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's fine. Mom was very, very... uh, uh, genuinely Christian, loved the Lord and loved her kids, uh, involved in the church. We were, you know, we were in church every time the doors were open, as you yes. would imagine. Yeah. Uh, our home was a Christian home. Mm. Uh, I am so thankful for dad and mom's consistent Christian life. Amen. They were not one thing at church and something else at home. They were the same wherever, Amen. wherever they were. They were solid. They were uh, they were not flashy. Although Dad ended up being a district treasurer for uh, what was that forty six years, I guess. Wow. And uh, on the district advisory board, you know that's kind of the overseeing board of of a district <clears throat> he was on that for 50 years so he was a churchman and uh, a layman as i said worked in a secular job as the uh, foreman of manufacturing for a big salad dressing firm in iowa in des moines okay. okay so i am deeply thankful for um what the example that i learned at home yeah. as to what it really meant to be a Christian. Amen. Doc, how many uh, brothers and sisters did you have? I have uh, one brother. Well, let me let me go by who's older or younger. <laughs> one older sister in Chicago, Donna, and then I'm next. I'm in Denver. Dorothy is next. She's in 
Vancouver, Washington. Rich, my only brother, is next, and he is in, uh, uh, come on, Phoenix, Arizona. And then my younger sister, Kathy, is down in Dallas. Now, Kathy came along when I was in high school, so we didn't all grow up together there. Yeah. But she is my sister for sure now. That That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, and all the kids are serving the Lord, even though we not, don't live in the same state. And none of us live in Iowa, but we all still are committed to Christ and love each other. And I'm very thankful. Yes. <laughs> very yes. Nice. Amen. I love that. Well, John, um, I guess there might be some listening and, and knowing that you're from Iowa um, and we're in this, uh, we live in Alabama and apparently there's only two football teams that exist uh, in their view and that's uh, Alabama and Auburn. And, uh, and I don't root for either one of them. Um, but um, so, so how about you up in Iowa, you've got Iowa and you got Iowa state. So who, who'd you root for? Oh, well, I was uh... 100% behind the Hawkeyes, <laughs> that would be Iowa, Yeah, and I still am <clears throat> to a degree, but I think you heard me say that I was a district superintendent for six years in Nebraska. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the Big Red, I mean, yeah. they own that state. Yes. So my... Uh, my blood still runs Cornhusker Red. Okay. At, and I was there when the Tom Osborne era was on. And oh, yeah. They were national champs. And oh, man, what fun it was. Yeah. I don't, I, I imagine we probably play, played Alabama during those days <laughs> and maybe Auburn too. But uh, yeah, I, and of course, now you know, I live in, in the Denver area. Right. So we've got a, a pro team here. Uh, that <laughs> they're they're going to have a comeback year this year, and talking about the Broncos. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we we have a little bit in common there. I'm a big Seattle Seahawks fan, and you got my quarterback. Uh, oh, so, we did. Yeah. yeah, and they opened up the season. I guess it was a pretty good game. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but well, hey, listen, Doc. Good. Um, as we've told you, and we've been conversing about all this, we talk talk to you a little bit about um. Uh, what we do here on this podcast and the podcast really is designed to to just kind of give a peek window into uh, the life of a pastor and their family um, something uh, you know that uh, sometimes maybe a or members of the congregation don't even um, um, kind of know about or think about but it also what we hope to do is be able to give opportunities for uh, uh, pastors to hear and, and maybe even get a little bit of insight into the congregation so it's just us being real, talking about it. Um, we talk about certain things. We like a couple of weeks ago, uh, Doc. We talked about some things that are out there uh, that are really uh, uh, attacking our children. Uh, video games and stuff like that. We've got a new one that, that just came out. Um, it uh, it was so disturbing. I don't even want to give it more recognition and airtime. But uh, by Nintendo and and so anyway, we talk about these things on here. And so what we would wanted to do, and I thought would be a great idea with sharing or uh, talking with you today about, 
is you you you've had the dynamic of, of course uh, living in a Christian home. Uh, you've also had the dynamics of being a pastor and raising kids within the church. You've also had the dynamics of, uh, you know, um, um, you talked about laity with your dad and him being a good layman. And, and uh, so I'm sure that you, uh, you've got perspectives on all of that. So what I'd love to do is ask you, tell us, give us some insight. What, what has been some of the ups, downs, and funny moments of pastoring? So we'll just start with the, the positive, the upside. What's What's been that upside thing for you over the years as being a pastor? Well, Rodney, I, I really think it boils down. If you're, if you're going to be an effective pastor, you've got to genuinely love God. Mm. And you've got to genuinely love people. Yes. Boy, if you don't love people, I mean genuine, you you love them. If not, boy, you're in the wrong business. <laughs> you better you better go um, get a job and run a computer or, or do something else. But uh, uh, and loving God um, means it's not just a uh, it's not just an agreement we make somewhere. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be a Christian. I'll sign on the dotted line. And uh, I kind of join, join in kind of like you join the YMCA or something. Yeah. That's not it at all. Right. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ, the Lord, when he comes in and forgives us of our sins, uh, the Lord lives within our heart, lives in our life. And it's not, it's not a religion of rules that God wants. He wants a relationship. Mm -hmm. I think the better analogy would be a marriage. Yes. Uh, you and everybody listening in, you know that a wedding, that's easy. <laughs> Anybody can be nice for an hour. And that's easy. <laughs> That's the wedding. Everybody's happy. And, uh, but that's not the marriage. That's the, that's the beginning. That's the crisis. We were married on May 31st. Sure. I can tell you when and where, what day, what time. But the marriage then starts as you live, as you have wonderful experiences, as you have heartbreaking experiences. As you have a son that dies because of melanoma cancer, and what that does to mom and dad, I'm talking about me now, and I'm talking about my wife and I, our son Dave, and his death. Those are not glory hallelujah times. Those are heart-wrenching times. But if you stay close to God, stay close to each other in the marriage they actually they actually help you to grow closer together yes now some some deaths split a family apart and 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 there's all kinds of uh, <laughs> heartbreak and uh, accusations and this and that and all, all the other but pastoring is very similar, I think, to the marriage where there is a wedding, 
there is a beginning and there are periodic times of, of being renewed, revived, uh, 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 a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. But it's a relationship. I like to call it a journey. It's the journey that we have walking with the Lord in the Christian uh, uh, concept, or if you're husband and wife, the journey of walking together with your spouse. No one ever said it's going to be wonderful, wonderful, hallelujah, praise God every day. Even Christians have heartbreaks and discouraging times. Yes. Even Christians have things go wrong and all the rest of that. But thank the Lord if our if we if we aren't just following a religion of rules, but we really have a relationship with Jesus, well then that gets better as the years go on. Yeah. It gets deeper. If you have a relationship with your spouse and you really love and are willing to forgive some things that happen right. and some things that might be said that are hurtful that may or may not have been meant that way. Well, the marriage then goes on if, you know, if. <laughs> well, hey, hey, that kind of leads me, uh, I didn't plan to say this, but that leads me to 12 words that will save a marriage. Okay? Okay. 12 words that will save a marriage. I was wrong. I am sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. <laughs> I learned that way back somewhere. And I use that now in every wedding that they uh, want me to conduct. I tell them they need to learn 12 words. <laughs> I was wrong because no matter, no matter who, who we are, we do some things that don't turn out too good. Yeah. And we need to learn how to apologize once in a while instead of forevermore thinking we're eternally right on everything. I was wrong. I am sorry. Please forgive me. I love you. And you know, Rodney, that would hurt. I mean, that would help save a few church problems. I was just thinking <laughs> yeah. the same thing, Doc. Yep. I was thinking the same thing. Isn't that the truth? Yes. Yeah. No, most definitely. Well, Doc, I I, I know that um man, first off, that's it's good stuff right there. Um, I, I know that, uh, you know, you mentioned some down moments in your family um, as a pastor, uh, as just a, a family man, period. Um, you, you, the loss of your son. Um, and, and I think that that happened after you were retired. Is that correct? Uh, no, I was still a general superintendent. Still, okay. How did, right. uh, you know, I, I hope maybe uh, if you could just shed a, a few minutes of light on that. How did the church respond uh, with you in regards to that? I mean, was that, did you, I know as a general superintendent, you kind of don't have, I know you may have a home church that your membership is at, but you probably are not there every Sunday because you're somewhere else. <laughs> right. So right. how did, how did the church respond You know, for you and your family? Well, I, I am uh, very honest and happy to say 
they they came around me and put their arms around me one way or the other and, and my wife i should say yes. around yeah. us since uh, i was uh, traveling so much that means i knew a lot of people and boy the cards that started to come in on the mail yeah. uh and people that wrote uh, i mean heart touching uh, words to us <clears throat> and then um, the church right here in in denver boy they they have they came <laughs> their arms were around us in 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 whatever manner you're trying to think but uh you know a, a good holy hug is all right <laughs> and, and the people would come and hug like the southerners say they'd hug my neck or they'd hug dorothy and and uh, some of them with tears in their eyes mm. and uh, hadn't, hadn't uh, thought about talking about that much but only one letter i'll mention uh, among all the cards and all of the letters which i still have in a certain place here in the home in a certain box all of that correspondence that people were reaching out to us because of dave's death now he was only 46 with a wife and two little girls and uh, very very active and was the uh, business administrator of one of our churches and that's uh, colorado springs first church first nazarene the one letter one letter from a wonderful wonderful couple in indiana and it said at the top you know the date uh dear dr and mrs deal and there wasn't anything on the page there wasn't a word on the page and at the bottom we love you and they signed it and i said man they forgot to say anything <laughs> and it dawned on me in about 20 seconds here's what they said we've never lost a child right we don't know what to say wow we don't want to say i know how you feel because they didn't right and they had a blank by the way uh my bible which is right back here that letter is in that bible how many times have i held that up to a crowd and showed them the letter and the blank middle part saying in essence i don't have any words to use i want you to know we love you wow wow hey i'm not throwing that letter away amen <laughs> amen i hear you on that that's good hmm. what a special moment that was shared by dr deal in regards to this letter that was sent to him this concludes part one and uh, we will have the remaining uh, part two, should say, uh, in two weeks. Hope you look forward to it. Uh, feel free to share uh, and uh, tell others about this episode with Dr. James Deal. Look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. God bless. Mm -hmm.